0: What's in your glass? Uh, we're going to continue with that. I didn't, uh, it wasn't that I neglected to do new slides, uh, but uh, when I first started working on that message, um, I realized it was going to be longer than was comfortable for one message, so we did the first part last week, and we're going to pick up with the rest of it today. Uh, we started last week with the same passage of Scripture from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, <clears throat> verses 16 through 18. Paul simply says, Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And as I, as I share that, um, over the years I've had countless people come to me and looking for growth in their spiritual life, and say, "Just trying to figure out what God's will for me is." Obviously, that's a really big question, uh, but for Paul to put it that succinctly. <clears throat> To rejoice I'll always pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances obviously there's more to god's will for you than that but that's a really really good starting point and it's a really really good place to return to with some degree of frequency last week as the slide says <clears throat> i invited us to think about giving thanks to god for what was and pointed out how giving thanks for what was remembering god's faithfulness and closeness in the past can help us to give thanks in all circumstances remembering his closeness in the past can also empower us to push on through the challenges of the present um, i did talk last week used the devotional that uh, that i read on a daily basis called live in grace walk in love by bob goff and that's kind of where i came up with the whole idea of the of the glass image that you see there Uh, In that devotional that I read last week, just remember, he talked about our tendency to want to talk about looking at the glass as being half full or half empty. And he said he chooses to approach it differently by just being glad he has something in his glass. And we kind of extrapolated on that and said sometimes it's just a matter of being glad you've got a glass that may be able to be filled at some point in time. Um, Maybe if it's even a little chipped or cracked, you're still glad you got it. Today, I want to focus on what a difference it can make when we give thanks for what is and give thanks for what will be. And when I think about giving thanks for what is, that's kind of where I center in on the fact that we still have a glass. Maybe I'm the only one, but I suspect not. Can anybody identify with the sensation you're trying to crawl out of a hole and you just barely get your fingertips up on the edge and then you're back down in the hole. Anybody else relate to that? Uh, that's kind of where I felt. You know, last week we talked about uh, some of the positive things and remembering how God is faithful in the past and letting that empower us forward. Uh, and I left there feeling quite optimistic. And then I kind of watched the news, and then I kind of talked to people uh, in my family. I kind of talked to people in our congregation and realized things were kind of gone from bad to worse and I suspect I'm not the only one uh, who's had that perhaps some people here or those listening have had that sensation of just when you think think things can't get any worse they do and what I want you to think about today and hopefully this doesn't apply to many of you but I suspect some of you have been in a physical altercation at some point in time And there are a couple of components that help you to prevail in those situations, and one of the most important is your ability to counterpunch. And if you're in a fight, Todd says, if you're in a fight, fist fight, chances are you're going to get punched, all right? The ability to take a punch is important. The ability to throw a punch can be important. But when your opponent is most vulnerable is when they are punching you. And your ability to counter that punch is what will determine how successful you are in those situations. And what I would say to you today, this is our opportunity to counterpunch the opposition we face to the, (laughs) the positive things we looked at last week. So give thanks for what is. Today I would just say we still have a glass. And the fact that we're here as it relates to church is awesome. The fact that you're still pressing forward in your lives in spite of some of the challenges you face. So what can be said in these unique circumstances about give thanks for what is when what is is not all that great? And again, I'm very thankful for all that I have, but in my experience, things are rarely as good as I wish they were. Anybody else feel that way? I mean, no matter how good things are, I can always think of something that would be better. And that's just maybe my temperament. Um, Not to say I don't appreciate what I have, but I would always like a little bit more of most things. But at the same time, I have to concede that things are never as bad as they could be. And sometimes I just need to be reminded of that. You know what? Yes, things are incredibly challenging On multiple fronts right now. Yes, I may be devastated. Some of you have been hurt deeply over the past nine months. But I think almost all of us, if pressed, would concede, you know, it could be worse. In all reality, it could be a whole lot worse. You know, like I said, Diana had the TV on this morning, and I don't know what channel it was, but they were showing some of the lines at food banks. And, and we're talking stadium parking lots full of cars with people waiting in line to get food. And I think, wow. So not as good as I might like to see it, but not as bad as it could be. So one of the things that was in that devotional that I read last week was to start making lists. And, and just a thank you God list. And I would suggest a couple. Make a list for what is good in your life in this crazy season. It's simple, but just force yourself. Maybe as you're enjoying your socially distanced, isolation-driven Thanksgiving celebration, make a list. Make a list of what is good in your life in this crazy season. And for me, if I force myself to do that, not even force. If I take the initiative to do that, you know what? That list grows very, very, very quickly. Make a list of what's not so good, but could be much worse. All right? It's okay to say, you know what? This part of my life really bites right now. I wish it wasn't this way, but I will also concede that it could be worse, and say, thank you, God. Thank you for not letting it be any worse than it is. And just taking that initiative begins to shift our paradigm. And then I think most importantly when I talk about thanking God for what is, is to give thanks for what is and will never change. And we touched on it in song already it 's interesting because I, I do two devotionals most mornings, and and both of them were speaking to these issues over the last several days. What is good in your life that will never change and to me, I look to scripture and there, and there are a couple of reminders Exodus chapter three now in exodus chapter three that 's that whole burning bush exchange between between Moses and God, and remember um, <clears throat> Moses has been complaining about how what is wasn't all that good. And God comes to him, and he says, Moses Suppose Moses said, so God says, I'm going to send you to the Israelites. And Moses doesn't really want to go because it's awkward, and, and he just doesn't want to do it. And so he's trying to make excuses, and so this is part of that exchange. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? So basically he's saying, what if I go to them and I say, I have a message from God. And they say, Huh? who are you to give me a message from God? And so that, that's kind of what he's saying. So what, you know, if I have your name, that will make it easier. Really? Is that going to change anything here? All right. So God says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. And and just the idea, and when I talk about how what is that will never change, what I want you to pick up on there, something I'm going to point out in the next verse as well, is when God says, my name is I am, that's present tense. And that will never change. God was present for Moses in that moment he was present for Moses every time he went before Pharaoh he was present for Moses every time the Israelites grumbled about it he was present every step of the way and to me one of the things i can be thankful for for what is even if what is isn't all that great is the fact that god is always i am and i just looked at this recently Uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 20, and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I am always with you, always in the present tense. Yes, I can be thankful for what was. That's awesome. But what's even more awesome is what is, is he is always with me. You know, I, sometimes I, I have to, excuse me, I, I must force myself to chuckle over God's sense of humor. And when I think about God as the I am who's always with me, I, I think about what I said last week. And you know, God knew what this week was going to bring with new lockdowns and lots of people we know being diagnosed positive and all of that kind of stuff. God knew that was coming. And as I'm up here, talking to you last week, trying to be really optimistic, projecting positive things forward. We're going to be thankful for what was, and that's going to power us forward. Part of me thinks God was just kind of chuckling, and he said, oh, Steve, give it 24 hours, and we'll have another conversation. Um, But the beauty of it is he is always with us to the very end of the age. And you know what? I can be thankful for that regardless and it I'm please understand I'm not saying this is easy but I'm saying it is hope filled and we can choose that so one more passage on this before I move on Deuteronomy chapter 31 God says be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you Friends, you know what? Regardless of all that's going on, if we had all had to stay home today, that doesn't change. God goes with us, whether we're here or at home, and he will never leave us or forsake us. And so when I think about that, I thought, you know what? Yes, I can choose to give thanks for what is. But most importantly, is give thanks for what will be. I just want to say, when I talk about give thanks for what will be, understand a simple spiritual truth. We can always have a glass. God has promised to be with us if we invite him in. And that is a glass that we can always have. And we all have the assurance, if I've got that glass, one day it will be filled to overflowing. That's the promise. If all there is to our lives is what was and what is, then I would be willing to concede maybe. I might be willing to concede that Paul's exhortation to give thanks in all circumstances could be considered unrealistic. If all there is to life is what was, if all there is to life is what is, maybe giving thanks in all circumstances might be unrealistic. But because of what will be and the promise that we have, I do think it is realistic for people of faith to aspire to give thanks in all circumstances because we know what will be. As I thought about what to say under this heading, and I I thought about a variety of different things, I made a list, and but I realized sometimes, maybe most times, I should probably admit that, most times, probably the best thing I could say on this subject is God's word. And so we're just going to look at some passages of Scripture about giving thanks for what will be. This is part of uh, Jesus' conversation with the disciples, preparing for his departure. You know what? What is for them was pretty cool. They're hanging out with Jesus, and they're watching him raise the dead and and change water into wine and and heal people and, and listening to him talk and just soaking stuff in. But Jesus knows that (laughs) things are going to change, and they're going to change dramatically. So he talks to them a little bit about what will be. He says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you. Excuse me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. He's saying, what is, is pretty good right now. What is, is going to get pretty ugly in a little while. But I've already got what will be prepared for you. And because I prepared it for you, I'm going to come and make sure you find your way there. And friends, that is the same promise He offers to us. He has prepared a place for us and He will make sure we get there as long as we walk with Him. Then it's, it's interesting. Now keep in mind, this was written one chapter ahead of give thanks in all circumstances. Uh, 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So he's talking about what will be before he talks to them about give thanks in all circumstances. Verse 17, after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And again, what are those words? And we will be together, be with the Lord forever. What a promise in terms of what will be. And those words are intended to encourage us and empower us to give thanks for what will be regardless of what is and what was. And then a couple more passages just along this same line. In the Revelation A couple of different places. First chapter 7. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them. Nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne. Will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Friends. That's what will be. That's what will be and it's interesting this week as i as i prepared for today i had that passage in my text and and it was just a great fit many of you have heard me do memorial services and i use that because i just love that image and the hope that it represents but as i thought about all the crud of the past nine months I thought about that idea of God wiping away every tear from their eyes. And it's just kind of a neat thought. But then, then I backed up a little bit, <clears throat> and I thought about my own life. And maybe you're different, but if I were to make a list of the people who have wiped away my tears, literally, it's a really, really, really short list. I don't let people get that close. Most people don't get close enough to see me shed a tear, let alone close enough to wipe it away. But God has promised that if I invite him in, he will be close enough, not just to wipe away some of my tears, but to wipe away every one of my tears. And to me, I thought... Wow, what will be is pretty awesome. John continues later in the Revelation, chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea separating us from that. Verse 2, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice coming from, excuse me, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. He, they will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. Are you catching that? That's what will be and we can always give thanks for that. Verse four, chapter 21. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There it is again. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Can I just say something? That was true before COVID. And it's true now. And it will always be true. And I can give thanks because that is what will be. Regardless of what has happened Regardless of what will happen, who knows what the next press conference will say? Who knows who will be diagnosed next? Who knows who will lose a job, who will lose a loved one? As much as that hurts, that does not change the fact that at someday all of that's gone, and again, you know when i when I picture God wiping away my tears. At that point in time, that's the last time he'll have to do it. Wipe it away, no more tears. To me, even when it hurts, I can give thanks for that. And then again, the last chapter. Look, I'm coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of this prophecy, of the prophecy written in this scroll. Verse 12. Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol- idolaters, and everyone who practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony to the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. Let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes Take the free gift of the water of life. As you wrestle with the concept of this season of Thanksgiving, I encourage you to think about what's in your glass. And I just want to say, I know this is incredibly simplistic... And I know making it real in our lives is incredibly challenging at times. But it doesn't make it any less true. Hear me today. If your glass is half empty, it's going to get better. Because of what will be. If your glass is half full, it's going to get better. If you're just glad you've got a glass... It's going to get better. If you wish you had a glass, all you have to do is ask. Jesus said, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks this week, regardless of how you celebrate, regardless of how you wish you were celebrating, regardless of how you celebrated in the past. Give thanks for what was, for what is, and for what will be. Would you pray with me? Father, I'm sure they're out there, um, but in my experience, I haven't talked to very many folks. I'm not sure I've talked to any folks who expect this Thanksgiving to be everything they've ever dreamed and hoped it would be. But for those who walk in relationship with you, we still have reason to give thanks. Give thanks for what was, all the ways you've been with us in the past, all the times you've protected us from our own poor choices, helped us recover from the consequences of our poor choices. We can reflect upon those times and be thankful that you were there for us we can give thanks for what is because what is while it may not be all we hoped it would be it could be worse and what is means you are with us because we have the promise of your word and give thanks for what will be because in you we all have a glorious hope and for even those father who are not walking in relationship with you all they have to do Say, yes, Lord. I hear you knocking. Please come in. And all of a sudden, what will be changes, even if what is doesn't change. And we thank you for the hope that you've set before us in that regard. We thank you and we praise you, Father. Amen. Worship team.